gotta turn the countdown. Oh no, we gotta get hyped for the countdown. Yo, Let's go. We are getting hyped. You listen, listen, and we're gonna keep this in. I want y'all to get hyped with us because this is should I play that episode mm-hmm. 96? Mm. And yo, we're Isn't testing it? new tech. Yes. What's good, everybody? It's your boy SSG Blackrod with Rod and James. Like I said, episode 96. Should I play that? Uh just just real quick. Behind the scenes, mm-hmm. y'all, uh, if you didn't hear from us being super excited, um, right now we're testing something. We're testing some uh, some, some new software, and uh, I'm excited. So hopefully, you know, on the audio side, sounds crisp, sounds really good. But mm-hmm. then when we come back to Twitch, when we come back to video content, the return, the return is going to be A1, 100%. Cause y'all but deserve it. Y'all deserve it. Y'all, y'all deserve the. Be- Listen, I just, I, I just binged the Last Dance because I didn't watch it. Oh wow! And um, like just Michael Jordan is like I, you can say whatever you want about him. Like okay. there's, 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 there's a lot to say about him. But when you, when you talk about like a true competitor, a true, you know, like a go getter, like you have to, you have to take inspiration from that. So like for him. His his drive was like if if you know if you're gonna watch a basketball game for three hours he is gonna work his ass off for you. Hmm. Chris, one might say you took that personal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yo, when that happened, I was like, yo, that's fucking me. That's that's me. Like I that's, yeah. that's exactly how I function. Yeah, it's like I need. I need to find a reason to like get myself hyped, but then once you turn that on, oh boy, <laughs> you, you would have you did. <laughs> But enough, enough of that. Rod, James, how, how y'all doing? What's going on? Man, I'm doing great. I'm feeling refreshed. I'm ready to get uh back to the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been waiting for this, but um, I've been good, man. Had a little couple nights in Jacksonville. Got away from everything. Well, the way yeah. Valentine's trip, it was really nice. Ate some great food, saw some cool people. I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah. Now, now, real quick, you said you ate some great food. You already know. We gotta ask what what, what you what you been eating. <laughs> what you been eating? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when we first got there, we went to dinner at this place called um. Oh my God, I forgot. Fogo de something. It's a Brazilian steakhouse. Oh, Fogo in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Fogo de Chao. That was the one. Yeah. Have you been? Yes, bro. The experience, experience a one. Yes, you walk in, you got the little um kiosk where they like seat you to your tables. You walk past like this buffet of cheeses and meats and fruits, like a charcuterie board on steroids. It's mm-hmm. nuts. And then they sat us next to the wine cellar or whatever, so we got to look at all the awesome wines. And then dude just came over with a kebab of chicken, of bacon wrapped chicken. Boom on your plate, sir. You want some steak? Boom! On your plate, sir. Came back with, like, a whole rack of lamb. Um, what else did they have? I had, like, toasted cheddar with honey on it. Weirdest combination ever. Delicious. Um, covered pineapple. There was, um, some type of a house-made pork sausage. Just, just, like, if you like meat, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. Like, a true carnivore was, like, in <laughs> heaven that day. I loved it. Delicious. Always. Fogo de Chao. Hit that. A1. Yeah, so I mean, so I was, I'm guessing that was, that was your first experience, right? First time going. Yes, first so, time going. So same here. I I, I went um, 
uh, this past New Year's Eve. And um, when I say that, like, that, that table that you were talking about that has, like, all of the cheeses, all of, like, the deli meats, mm-hmm. that's a distraction. The, the real joy is when you're sitting down and the, the waiters are coming out, like, just one after another. Like, yo, here's some lamb, here's some right. steak, here's some ribs, like, just everything. It's a food drive-by. It's insane. It is. It's crazy. So, uh, damn. But it's expensive too. So yeah. at the same time, it's well worth it. We're worth it. It yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, it's well worth it. Yeah, I dropped over two hundred dollars easily in there. But hey, mm-hmm. you know, we're living out here. Got to do it at least yeah. once. There you go. Good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Rob, oh, yeah. what about you, Good man? Um, in the past week, it's been. I'm just. I'm hearing these stories, uh, and I'm just so jealous because, like, <laughs> I, I don't think I've sat down at a restaurant in like a year and a and uh, three months. I, whenever this started, whenever I came back from Europe last year, it was like the last time I actually uh, like had a restaurant food. Takeout is just not the same. Like it's not the same. Like when versus like sitting down. So I really like missed that experience genuinely. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something that I really didn't think about all that much. Um, <laughs> like prior to this, I was thinking immediately like I can't sit down in a movie theater. Like life sucks. Um, but. But we're, we're going to get there. We'll get there one day. Um, and we'll be able to definitely do this more more regularly. Um, but as for me, uh, we had, like, a really nice, like, dinner in, which is something we usually do anyway over the Valentine's, uh, like, time, is we usually, like, make a dinner in. We have a particular meal. It's like a shrimp pasta, Cajun shrimp pasta. Uh, Ooh, that we boy. Do. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's very good. It's, it actually came out spectacular this time because um, this time the oil didn't, like, it separate which is perfect um for the shrimp um and the sauce in general so that's that's fantastic so i had a really good time you know just it's nice to spend some quality time you know with with your 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 partner um and we were able to do that and it was it was good stuff i was happy overall pleased pleased rod is a good rod i like that yeah (laughs) i would i would say that i would say that i guess we'll talk about whether or not uh i stayed that way today (laughs) but i guess Uh we'll talk about that oh (laughs) no it's only been how many days it's only been like three days (laughs) but uh but yeah it was it was a good time um but yeah chris what about you man uh same um valentine's was uh it was great it was actually really good it was it was really good because the following day uh my girlfriend was like yo i'm bragging about you know everything that you did to all mm-hmm. my friends and i can't mm-hmm. stop bragging so once you once you get that stamp of approval mm-hmm. once you get the, the stamp of approval from like the the brother and it's like yo mm-hmm. told you he was like yo he told her he was like hey tell your boyfriend to chill because us lazy boyfriends he's making us look bad <laughs> so uh <laughs> i was you know I, 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 yeah i um it was fun so i found a way because you know i'm a i'm an opportunist i, I if yeah. i see an opportunity i want to like figure how figure out what i need to do to make the plan work so right. um i was able she was she was gone in the morning so I was able to go ahead and get the rose petals, go ahead and get the the flowers, get the wow. balloon, all right, the bear, you know, had the had the you know the um the candle lit walkway with the petals leading to the bedroom type Bro. of thing. Bro, I did that. I did that. You said the mood right. I did that. There you go. Get you so, a man like Chris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, That's you know, all there is to it. 
it's it's you know it was good times you know our first valentine so you know i had to i had to i had to come correct i had to, I had to set the bar and i i did a good job so sounds um, like it yeah pretty yes, good sir. um but just you know next like this next month is uh is money recovery mode coming from <laughs> christmas coming from my girlfriend's birthday coming from uh new year's coming from uh valentine's day and then like we had another like excursion like it i'm my funds are low my funds are a little low right now so uh pockets hurting bro yes pockets are definitely hurting so i'm sort of glad that you know these games are being pushed back um (laughs) these games are like out in like 2022 like I, I i see that now and i'm not upset i'm like 2022 Hey, maybe 2023. How about that? Like, what has this year done to us? Excited for delayed games now? Oh, man. It's not what this year did to us. It's what 2020 did to us. It's still the same same year. I'm sorry. You're right. That's that's what that is. We're still dealing from that. But, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, right now it's just, you know, focusing on the show, focusing on, like, upping production. Uh, So, you know, know, we, we started this first. Of course, you know, um, I was going to say, should I play that? Um, that's unfortunate. We're working on coming back, too. So be on the lookout for that if you watch that. And, mm-hmm. you know, just it's, it's nothing but up from here. So doing pretty good. Like, I felt I was in a really good mood today because okay. I'm in my element. I'm like, I'm working on like a million things at once, you know. So I'm <laughs> I'm in a good place right now. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say yes, but like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's part for the course with Chris at this point. It's true. It's true. It's weird opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, speaking about video games, uh, of course, we're going to start off with, you know, our watch been playing. We're going to catch you guys up on that. Um, we, we're going to go ahead and jump into some news that we've missed out on, uh, you know, over the break, of course, but then also uh, recently. And then, of course, our topic for this episode is going to be about the Nintendo Direct. Not any Nintendo Direct, not a mini, not a <laughs> Nindies, not a third-party showcase, but <laughs> an actual 50-minute Nintendo Direct. It's been it's been it's been a while, guys. It's been about 50, it's it's been about 50 no. I was in the, what was the meme? 50 something years. It's been, 84 years. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. So it's good to see them back. It's sort of you know. Also, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna save it for the for the topic. I feel, I feel I feel a certain type of way about this Nintendo Direct. Hmm. It won't take long. I feel like our list is kind of short this week. <laughs> we can get into that pretty soon. <laughs> so with that, let's go ahead and jump into it. Let's go jump into our what you've been playing, James. What you've been playing? <clears throat> Hades. That is all. <laughs> no <sense. laughs> it's it's been insane, man. It's just the perfect game. It goes everywhere I need it to be. It's on my Switch. It's on my PC. Hopefully, it comes to my consoles soon. Um, I've been actually watching a lot more of it than I've been playing. Hmm. To be completely honest, okay. um, I've found a, I guess, streamers content creator goes by the name of Halen. Um, he's been playing the game since early access. So, buddy is good. Good. Mm. And I've been just learning a lot about um, all the different boons and how they affect each other, how the weapons work, and the system's deeper than you would initially think. And I think that's part of why this game works so well. Uh, there's just so many different variations on how you can build out your um, your Zagreus. 
And it's cool because, like, there is, of course, the random element to the game, but as you go further along into the story, you unlock different um, keepsakes that allow you to kind of sway the dice roll in your favor. So if I want to focus on having, like, an Artemis run, it's easier to do because I have a keepsake. Or if I want to focus on upgrades, there's easier, there's, like, a keepsake for that. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of figuring out how all these pieces play together now, that's been the most fun for me now. Because um, I've done, I think I've done all 10 completions. I've finished the story finally. I'm just doing the uh, the in-game stuff now. Hmm. And um, I don't want to spoil it, so I won't. But um, yeah, man, it's a good game. It's, it's going to be my rotation for the long time. That's, the long haul. that's yeah. um. So you, oh, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, so you say you're, you're playing on your Switch, you're playing on your PC. Is it cross-save mm-hmm. or you just, you love the game so much, you just have to. Oh, it's cross-save. Oh, okay, that's good. It was, it's it's finally got the cross-save update. It was not for a while. Yeah. I feel like it might have been like two or three months ago they unleashed the uh, update yeah. for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of playing two separate save files at one point just because I love the game that much. But now it is nice to have that continuity. I can just sync up before I go out. I have it on my Switch. I come back home, sync up to my PC, boom, and I'm good. Hmm. So you mentioned you, know, you fin- Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, and that's good because, you know, there's um, there's that physical release coming out pretty soon. I know some mm-hmm. people, they love having their physical copies, so mm-hmm. you yep. have that right around the corner. But, uh, Rod, what were you about to say? I have no need for that physical release, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, I was going to ask you, James, that, uh, you know, you mentioned that you finished the story mode. I think last week when we talked, like, you were maybe you were a few runs deep, but I, right. I, I don't know if you were anywhere near 10 runs completed. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I think I had three completions last time we talked. Yeah. Um, and then the cool thing is it does not depend on the weapon. It's just the number of completions, period. Which is good. I went through and I did at least one run with each weapon, so I got that fun little achievement. But uh, man, that shield, the shield is just like yeah. right on time whenever mm-hmm. I need it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that defense. Can't, cannot. And the just the fact that it blocks damn near everything is phenomenal. Right. If you can get in front of it, you can block it. Yep. It like trivializes boss fights. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good weapon. It's a good weapon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did did you find satisfaction? I mean, I've only done I think a couple completions at this point, but uh, did you find satisfaction with that like true end after ten completions? I would say yes. Okay. I feel like I knew where the story was going, but at the same time, the uh, Super Giant does so well with the character development that it's just interesting to see the story play out in front of you. Okay. Because it, it does the it does that nice drip feed really well, and yeah. I didn't know how many runs it was going to take. Mm-hmm. I was surprised when it was finished, honestly. But um, so you know when you're they, like done, like it tells you you get credits or something. Yeah, you get the credits. You get the super giant song. Uh, okay, so yeah, good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Orpheus sings you down the river. Oh man, beautiful, beautiful time. Yeah, I I need to I need to complete my runs on that game. Um, I was just so relieved at getting my very first one. I let that sit for a minute before I picked it up again. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just need to relish in this fact. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I had to. I had to like get better before I could get my ten. I think I had like that solid one, yeah. and then it took me like another like ten tries maybe to get the second one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think as you start upgrading your weapons, mm-hmm. that snowball effect happens. You understand the game a bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
you'll you'll get there. Yeah. And that's the gist that I've seen so far is that um, you know, you have people that are like getting into the game like me and that like enjoy the game, but just haven't found like it just hasn't clicked yet to like get to the end of the game to do a completion. Mm-hmm. But I hear like once I hear that people complete it, then they complete do another run, complete another run, and just eventually like just like you, you know, you're ten runs in, uh ten completions in and I feel like, you know, damn, here here I am struggling trying to get to one. So I gotta I gotta reinstall this yeah. game. I gotta get back on it. Once you break to that barrier, you'll be fine. Yeah. It's that mastery. You'll get there. Yeah. So good. So what's what's next for you and Hades? Like now that you've completed the narrative stuff, like are you trying to get like uh, give everyone ambrosia? Like what's what's the next move for you? Uh yeah, maxing out all of the keepsakes is probably what I'm working on now. Um also collecting all of the blood to upgrade all the weapons. Mm. That's my next thing because each weapon has has four different modes or mm. aspects that mm. you can choose from, and so right now I'm just kind of playing with all those different tools to see like what I really like and what I don't. Um, so yeah, now it's just the fun part, and it, that even plays into the story as yeah. to why you're still going after you finish the game. Very so, cool, I love it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more. Okay, I might end up streaming that. That'll be my stream game. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, you just play for hours, man. Don't yeah. even realize time's passed. I'm not sure if the streamer that you follow does speedruns, but I think the... Fa- oh, oh they, they yes, do- he does. Okay, okay. He, well, he did an AFK build. He, he killed... He didn't even have to fight Hades. He was... <laughs> <laughs> he was that good. Oh, man. Is it like sub-10 minutes at this point? I think I see, I've seen one that was like 15 minutes at like I base they, level. I think they can... I think I've seen sub-10. That's crazy. It's actually crazy. Mm-hmm. Just gotta get the right rolls. That damage piles up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah there's like been revenge boons. So that was the AFK run. So it, you can like auto proc your revenge. So you just stand there and just pulse out damage. That's ridiculous. I love it mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> oh god, it's such a good time. But yeah, that's Hades for now. I'll talk about it more next week. Don't you worry. <laughs> but um, enough about me, Roddy. What you have uh, been playing? So I've really mainly been playing one thing, uh, one thing only, and that's been uh, Mario All-Stars. So I talked a little bit about that last week uh, where we were kind of going into Mario 64 a bit. I've been in a Mario mood, kind of like what I was saying last week. Like, I'm not not like burnt out, but I kind of don't really... I'm just not super in the mood for like a huge narrative driven like open world thing right now. Like even though I kind of want to play Immortals, like that's kind of pushing me in that direction just because like I just love the colors on that thing uh, and it looks fancy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know it's on sale. I know that's that's what was kind of pushing me too. Um, but I just I don't know something. I just wanted like a, a game ass game. You know what I mean? Like something that's just gamey as hell. Um, and mm-hmm. and uh, I figured with the the All Star Collection leaving uh, for whatever reason uh, at the end of March, I was like, this is a good time to pick that up. So um, going through Mario sixty four was awesome. I saw credits on that, um, so that was nice. Um, I finished that game with I think I think just over seventy stars, which I think is the base with, that you can beat that game with. Like I think you have to have at least seventy. So and I got like seventy five or maybe close to eighty, something like that. Um, and it was just a good time, man. Like Mario sixty four really is like a a virtually perfect game design wise. Um, it's a little rough in modern context, just because the camera is not super great because they still mapped it. Like you can't actually look up like vertically up um 
but or at least not easily you ca- you can if you like stand mario still and he's like just like you can free look i guess free aim with with him but you can't really do that as you're, you're running so that makes things a little difficult but um other than that and like the semi-dated visuals which don't look awful and blurry because the game has been upscaled to 720 i don't think it's been 1080p i think it's 720 or something like that um, Swinging for the fences. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. So <laughs> it 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 looks like as good as I think it could look, um, possibly. Uh, so that's nice. But yeah, just a, an exceptional experience. Like I really did enjoy going through that game uh, and just kind of like witnessing history again because that's that's a game I've played to completion before. But it's been a really long time. It's been maybe over a decade. Like that's not something I go back to very often. Um, but that was really fun. I, I really like that a lot. Also, fuck Hazy Maisy Cave. I know people love that level. <laughs> that level fucking sucks. Um, I just found it confusing and horrifying. Uh, it's filled with spiders and shit. Um, but some of it's kind of cool. Like the sea dragon's kind of kind of neat. Um, also, how do you guys feel about the wing cap? I feel like that never came back in any Mario game ever. And I, I found it a little cumbersome to control because like you don't really gain altitude you only kind of float like the best height that you can get is usually either when you are either dropping from the sky or you are being shot out of a cannon like you can't just, yeah you can't just be like on the ground and triple jump and except expect to go super high like did you guys like that power up back then or how do you feel about that i kind of like now that you mention it i was not a huge fan of it either mm. I guess for it to be on the cover of the game, it yeah. could have been a uh, more fun mechanic. You know, it didn't feel like a wing cap. It was a glider cap. Yeah. Yeah. And like I associated that with jumping into a cannon, trying to get a trajectory right, which is so much fun in the N64. <laughs> and then it's kind of just like hoping I got it. It just kind of soaring through the air. Yeah. But yeah, it, it could use some refinement. Yeah. Flight would be nice. Flight would be cool. That, that's a good point, too, about the, the front of the game. I don't think I'd really considered that before, but yeah, I was expecting a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more from that. Um, Chris, do you have anything to add to this wingsuit so, debate or wing cap? So here's the thing, Mario like soups so Mario sixty four, um, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy. Yeah, all of them I've played, but I've never finished. So oh, like, okay. So you guys talking about a cannon? Couldn't even tell you about a cannon. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, really? But Chris, that was the first world. Yeah, that's like the first world. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh God. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. I've always like I've always like picked it up at like a friend's house and like oh, okay. I had the fans mm-hmm. like really really play it and like I think I've I've had the game before. Just I I have I have it. I have the it's somewhere around this room. I don't know. Yeah. But, I have I have it and I just I don't know that like the three D Mario games, even two D Mario games. I really I don't really finish them. Hmm. I th- Interesting. I think that, that, that sort of just leans into my gaming ADHD. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Mario games to me, once you get to at least like World three or four, it's I'm not even gonna say it's about the same because I feel like each world adds some sort of mechanic. But it I don't know to me it's it's, it's all the same. I feel like mm. I feel like what you just said is is repudiated in in Galaxy and like 3D World and Galaxy 2. Like those games are all about 
like presenting you with an interesting concept for like three or four minutes, like that being an entire level or world, and then like doing a little twist on that. In fact, there's a really cool video on um, this this YouTube channel that's ex- awesome called Game Maker's Toolkit or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he talks about the design philosophy behind um, 3D World, uh, Super Mario 3D World, the one that just re-released on Switch. And oh, he does. Yeah, and it's he actually released it like four or five years ago when that game first came out, um, and he just makes a really good point about something that I've always appreciated about Mario games in general, which is that they've always taught the player um, something like very early on, and then like they they challenge the player in ever increasing ways, which I've always found to be like the Shigeru Miyamoto like philosophy behind all of his stuff like which i've always appreciated it's like the concept of in one one super mario like the original you know he teaches you that like you know goombas are bad mushrooms are good because if you try to like jump and miss the mushroom that you hit out of the block like you will hit the uh the brown blocks and kind of ricochet yourself off of it and like still hit the mushroom and you get big and you go like oh wow okay this is actually good for me versus dying immediately to the goomba if you try to like run directly into that um he even does the same thing with like pits so you'll notice that like when you see the pipes in the first that first level like they're kind of spaced out and there's like you could test out jumping from pipe to pipe but there's ground beneath you but then like immediately after that they start implementing the same concept where you have like open land and pipes but it's like bottomless pit so they've taught you like kind of the range of Mario jumps at that point. And that's the that's a really interesting thing I I find about, you know, really Mario games in general, um but specifically those older ones do a really great job say, of that. When you look at it, when you look at um like people that develop like self-learning AIs, yeah. It's it's normally like a Mario like game yeah. that they sort of put the AIs through for them to sort of like self-learn. Like have you like seen a like a video of like a like a uh, I, I'll I'll see if I can find a link and send it to you guys mm-hmm. or put it in the description. But yeah. like, someone created like a like a AI that can play a video game, and it's essentially mm-hmm. like playing something like Mario. And as, same thing you just said, like it it'll like on one run it'll realize, hey, like I have to jump because if I don't jump, I'll fall into the pit. So then right, right. you know it'll eventually you know gauge the jump, learn how to like learn when to jump. Right. How, how high to jump and stuff like that. So oh, wow, I mean it's, it's it's a it's a method that actually works. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, it's something I really like, and in, in the in the later Mario games, because I totally understand what you're saying too about kind of like you feel like you're sort of done after the first few worlds of a Mario game. Like I, I get it, um, but I, I do think in these later games, um, like again Galaxy and 3D World, and even Odyssey to some degree, um, even though I think that's well, I that's Odyssey. That was the one I did finish. Okay. okay. I don't know what it, what it was about Odyssey that like kept its you know its hooks into me. Yeah. But, like it, I was one that I actually played all the way through. Yeah, I think Odyssey has a great pace to it. Um, it doesn't force you to like you know do much of anything. It wants you to get like a minimum of moons, but like I think the way in which you interact with the environment in that game, and that's the, really the hook. Um, and they place New Donk City like dead in the middle of that game, which I think is perfect because Genius. it's like. Yeah. yeah, it's genius. You you you've already experienced what like three, maybe four worlds up to that point, and they are all pretty varied and interesting. But then you hit New Dock City, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like this is like completely insanely amazing and creative. Um, yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I say all of that to tee up what I'm about to say next, which is uh, after finishing Super Mario 64, uh, James, I saw that. <laughs> Look into the camera. <laughs> um, Ready. Uh, 
I started Super Mario Sunshine, and I'm about halfway into Sunshine right now. And, oh, wow. And uh, I, I don't know about this one, guys. Like, this, this game is not. I don't like this game very much. Like, holy shit. So, a bad Mario game. It's your game, first time playing it? Um, it's my first time, like, seriously sitting down with it. Um, I've played it before. Kind of like what Chris said about, like, kind of going to friends' houses and kind of touching some of these Mario games, like, but not really mm-hmm. doing much with them. That's that's kind of been my experience with Sunshine. It's probably the Mario game I have the least experience with, uh, to be to be honest. Um, I've played, like, around Delfino Plaza a bit, which is the, the game's hub world. Um, and, like, I think that initial level, Blanco Hills or Bianco, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I do want to lay out like kind of why I feel this way. So, uh, and, and also let me say up front that I don't think it is a, like an awful game just on its face. I don't think it's like inherently a bad game. Because I don't know if I played a Mario game that's just like straight up bad. Um, well, well, um, I no Mario platformer that's straight up bad. No, I'm curious what game. I think I'm thinking like Mario is missing. Like, <laughs> even though it's not like never played that. That's fair. Yeah, it's like an edutainment game, so like I can't shit on it too bad because it's like not trying to be like a Mario game. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But 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 Sunshine to me is like the weakest Mario platformer that I've played. Um, number one because everything that I mentioned about Super Mario sixty four. So like yeah, the camera's not great, but in sixty four you're offered so many movement options. I always felt like I was in control of Mario at all times. Like anytime I fucked up on a platforming stage or anything like that. Um, I always, it, I always felt like my fault. Like I was always like, okay, I, I have to do this better. Like I, I am clearly messing this up. In Sunshine, they take away a lot of Mario's movement capabilities to me. Like he moves a little bit faster than he does in 64, but Flood takes up a lot of like your your um, your methodology and and just like locomotion in general. So like the the float. If, for example, for Flood, is kind of used as, like, almost a, a, a panic button, in a way, of, to, like, kind of correct yourself on a jump. Um, Mario kind of retains those, obviously, those triple jumps and, I think, like, a side somersault. But, like, mm-hmm. the the crouch, the dash, and all that stuff, if you get that, I don't know when that when that comes into play. Like, I can't do any of that, like, in this one. Um, I do feel like I'm fiddling with the controls and failing more often than not because of a limitation with the game and not necessarily with my skills. And that's super frustrating, especially in some of these levels. Like, there's a shipyard level. I don't remember. I think it's like Rocco Harbor or something like that. And With, um, with the squid jet skis? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. With the squid jet skis. Um, and I don't even have, like, a huge beef with that, but, like... The idea of that level is very cool. It's like it's it's a shipyard where you have to like kind of traverse these these fences, uh, which is a really cool idea for a Mario game. Um, similar to like what you might see in uh, some of the previous Mario games with like in castles with the like the fences that you have to like switch side exactly side swirl around, um, which is neat. It's a concept that's familiar, but again, I feel like the precision that a Mario game requires is just not present in Sunshine, and I feel like I fail way more often because of that um and i end up pressing like uh not really incorrect buttons but i'm kind of wishing that like i could do certain things that i could not do in 64 again with kind of the freedom of of maneuverability in that uh so that's one big beef i have with it also Mm -hmm. the camera i think actually sucks more here than it did in 64 which i didn't even think was fucking possible um (laughs) like 
it's it's i mean it's like a game from what 96 64 was 96 and i think I so yeah and i think sunshine was yeah. uh 2002 so how that even happened i don't know you do have more freedom for like with the right stick because it was the GameCube, right? Um, you right. had like that other stick. You could kind of move the C stick. Yeah, the C stick. Yeah, you can move the camera around with that. But I feel like it is completely finicky. Like when you leave it on its own, um, which to me creates a lot of problems on some of the platforming levels where flood is taken away from you, and you're forced to. And uh, honestly, those are like kind of the more interesting, like more traditional Mario levels because because flood is taken away, you have to rely. Uh, more on his move set, but also you don't have the full move set. At least, not to my knowledge. At least from all the fucking buttons I press, I have not found like certain moves like from sixty four that I I can't do here. Um, which means that like the camera's going all fucking crazy, and I died like ten times on a really quite easy stage to be honest, or nothing like that was super. I thought was super challenging. Um, again, sixty four feeling like it actually challenged me uh, on a physical level. And was satisfying when I was able to overcome that. Whereas here, it's just like pure frustration. Um, also, Sunshine is fully voiced. That is an awful decision. An awful decision that they have <laughs> never returned to. <laughs> um, I didn't even. It's fully voiced? It's fully. Um, Peach has a voice. Everyone except Mario has a voice. Um, Bowser Jr. Are they voiced in Odyssey? Outside of like grunts? Not really. I think Cappy is. Um, I think does Cappy talk really? I don't remember. I don't remember. Huh. Yeah, I don't remember Cappy yeah. talking. I think they say like you know Mario or something like that. Like they say each other's names or whatever. Right. I don't know if he has like fully voiced lines. I know Peach and Bowser and the main cast definitely do not. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about Paulina. I think I'm just thinking about. Oh Paulina. yeah, I, I think you're right. Yes, I think she she does have a voice. Um, and like all the new donks city people ha are, like speak in english and it's really right. awkward and funny um but <laughs> but um with sunshine it is like a, a narrative driven experience partially like it, you are presented with like cutscenes in the beginning and um peach doesn't sound right no one sounds right really <laughs> like toadsworth sounds really weird too it's just it's it's just striking that they did that and then i, I didn't even realize it at the time like that was a thing it like exited my mind because i know i've seen those those scenes before but it just like left me uh for some reason that has now become obvious but um yeah i i don't know that's a that's a really weird choice um the other the only other major thing i can think of that it has as a major mark against this game is that i don't like how guided the game is so when you go to these worlds you do have the the, the hub world so just like 64 um and really i would say pretty much any mario game any 3d mario game has some sort of hub world to it and yours here is delfino plaza and you go here and access all the different worlds within the paintings that bowser jr has spread across the uh the the land or, or whatever and within each painting is the world like there's like eight or nine stages something like that and each stage has like seven or eight episodes in them and so that's a little bit different from 64 where 64 you could go in to a level and actually do an objective in any order. Like, for example, if if the first objective was like, okay, beat Koopa Troopa in a race, in a foot race, like on Bomb Bomb Battlefield, if I saw the red coins that I wanted to just, I was like, oh, okay, I will fuck the race. I want to just go get these red coins. I could do that and have it completed 
and just kind of get it out of the way. In Sunshine, it doesn't really work like that. Like it's very much more guided on in that sort of experience. Like for example, the harbor level that I talked about earlier, the squid race episode uh, where like you have to you have to ride on the squid here. Um, you're actually cut off from a lot of different things in the level. So like the level doesn't feel whole all the time. Whereas in 64 and all these other pretty much any other 3D Mario game, you have the capability like they get basically give you the world and say go run around go have fun go find whatever it is that you want to find or go do whatever it is that you want to do um occasionally they'll throw in other things like the aforementioned like koopa race like koopa doesn't show up if you don't select that mission but you can mm -hmm. get the red coins you can go like um to the top of the mountain and and fight the big bomb or whatever the thing is but the point is it gives you that freedom odyssey gives you that freedom like we were talking about earlier sunshine doesn't really give you that freedom it's a kind of like it's a much more focused experience and i don't know if that's like I, I wasn't sure at first if that was a huge negative but thinking on it like more like kind of as i was preparing my thoughts and my notes for like talking about this today i was i was kind of leaning towards it being more negative because i do want that freedom in these type of games i don't want to be like handheld and mario's never really been about that and all the other mario games i played you know pretty much all of them um do offer that sort of freedom um you know that the ones that aren't just like the the side scrolling and the the like the 3d world or land style games so um yeah i don't know i didn't mean to really go on a rant i mean chime in at any point if you guys have like played this and like have any rebuttals or just any comments I'd, I'd actually love to hear if i'm just like insane or if you guys like love this game or what what's going on so from my time with sunshine that i did play on the collection i can echo your points about the controls um it actually makes me wonder now if the gamecube adapter would work on a switch or on mm. this version because i think i would rather play it with that controller mm. um mainly due to how flood works mm. in that game it really took advantage of the um the analog function of the buttons of the r buttons and l buttons yeah and then even missing inputs i guess the fact that like the buttons were different sizes on a gamecube controller it felt it feels weird now playing it on a switch controller mm. okay and that's mainly been on joy cons and i guess the same would be for a pro controller so i'm kind of curious now yeah i want to check that out and yeah i wasn't a huge fan of flood initially either yeah um the whole thing about it feeling like a panic button, but your, your momentum feels weird. Yes, in that game. Yes, that's a, that's a, that was the one thing I was going to bring up. Was I? I remember. Um, I remember that game being really slippery. Is that is that a thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. One hundred percent. That's literally all I remember yeah. of that game. Sliding around. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how many unintended like fucking side somersaults I've done because I try to stop Mario and he like does the side somersault instead? And I'm like, God damn it, stop it. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that for sure. Um, yeah, this game's weird. Like, I mean, it's again, I don't think it's like truly terrible. There are things I like about it. Um, I, I do think the ideas for the level, the levels are cool. The 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 whole atmosphere, the the environment of Delfino Plaza is a good one. Um, I like the tropical vibes. The colors are nice. Like, I I like the vibe of the game in general. Um, it's just like playing through it is just not. It's 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 not as as it lacks. Like, how can I say it? Like. It lacks some of the polish that I kind of expect from a mainline Mario game, um, like going through it for the first time, like all the way. And, I, and I'm gonna, I'm going to complete it because I do want to see it all the way through. But um, I, it, it makes me honestly 
kind of just want to play galaxy <laughs> like just kind of get to that part um mm-hmm. so and and i didn't feel that with 64 with 64 i was like oh boy like this is really fun but i can't wait i can't wait to play like sunshine and galaxy like that's i'm looking forward to it but i'm having fun now but with sunshine i'm like i just kind of want to play through this and get it over with so i can kind of see it and be done with it and then i can play like what i'm really here for which is galaxy that's never what you want to hear that, that's, yeah it's, it's <laughs> not i know that sounds really bad there are there is fun to be had in the game i do think like Again, some of the level designs are cool um, for it. Some of the missions I've done are are interesting. I did actually kind of like the squid race, um, despite the controls being a little bit like wonky for it. I feel like you make you banked way too hard in that. But (laughs) but I I thought that was neat. Um, I do really love that level, though, despite the imprecision that like I was met with on the, the harbor level. I really think that that idea is, is cool. It's probably the coolest one that I've seen so far. Um, and uh, and for despite my you know issues with the controls themselves the the ideas of giving you like traditional platforming mario stuff like with the sequences where floods taken away i think is is neat so there's like there's merit to the game um it's just it's just it's no galaxy i'll put it like that it didn't age as well yes i yeah 100 i agree with you 100 didn't did not doesn't seem like it aged too well, but I was thinking, but like I thought, people always had those issues with that game. <sighs> Maybe they did. I, I didn't hear a lot of that, like at the time. Like when when Sunshine okay. came out, I heard just nothing but praise. Nowadays, I hear it's more mixed. There are a lot of people who love it, uh, but there are also, I think, more people who do not like hate it. I would say vehemently hate it and think it's actively bad. Um, and I probably fall I mean, somewhere in the middle too. You know, that's true. <laughs> yeah. You're just happy to have a game at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's absolutely true, and and it, mm-hmm. that makes my enjoyment of like genuine enjoyment of Mario sixty four stand out that much more because it's an older game with which with a lot more uh, rough edges, like figuratively and literally. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's been my experience I'll, so far. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna ask. Um, yeah, so, so the Mario sixty four. Which version is that? Is that the version where you can play as like like Wario and like Luigi and stuff like that? That, no, was, that was, was just a 3DS version. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that was. So, yeah, uh, isn't that the better version though? A lot of people think that. A lot of people say that. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that version. So anytime I can play Yoshi, I'm down. So yeah. I was gonna say it's yeah. weird they didn't go with that version. Yeah, it is. It's weird that they would charge sixty dollars for for a lot of old games. That's very strange. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they got the coins though. They did. Yeah. They did. I sat here and bought it like a like an idiot. So um I have no one to blame but myself. But that's all I've been playing, guys. Um Chris, what you been playing? Well, um just like you guys, just really just focus down on one game this week. Um and that's control. Still playing control. Uh it's I I feel like this game is it's opened up and it's it's such a like weird game that I'm like I'm hooked into it. Like I sort of want to see where things go, what's going on. Um, I'm like a little bit further along now. Where uh, I don't want to spoil where I'm at or like what's going on, but more or less like the plot's moving. You say a the plot's bit. moving. Yeah. yeah, people people are showing up, and I'm getting my ass kicked. Like, is is this game supposed to be hard? Like, is this supposed to be, like, punishing? Because mm. there are, like, some enemies that, like, show up, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> let me turn around. Yeah. Um, 
but it's more or less just like you know how like these other games are like uh it's more or less just learning how to deal with like, like certain enemies learning like just just getting good but then at the same time <laughs> you know these enemies have like levels and everything so uh i think at one point the game like really opens up and i uh, you know, i'm playing the ultimate edition so i you know all the dlc's included i walk down this hallway all of a sudden alan wake is talking to me um and i'm confused hmm. so uh, like I think they throw in those DLCs for you to, I'm guessing, attempt or I mean to play like further along into the game. So I guess I started playing it too early and just, yeah, just going to hit a wall and yeah. you turn around. I would, like, I would hit hey, that I, stuff like later. Yeah, so I like like I just went into my missions tab and I have all these missions that are like in mm-hmm. my log now. So I, that's what I'm doing. I'm just sort of like just going through and just uh, cleaning up all these side missions, which. You know they're they're pretty interesting. Uh, the side missions, like really, it's like this whole game is is world building, and I think that's what I think that's what has me hooked is that no matter what side mission I'm doing, it like something is, you know, being added on to like some sort of plot, some characters being fleshed out a little bit more, um, and it's it's cool. Like I, it's it's re- it's refreshing. I think yeah. you know after after coming off of Cyberpunk, coming off of like some other games that. The, the you know, <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's a breath of fresh air. Like it's a really it's it's a good experience. And yeah. um, good. I'm I don't know. I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to like just sitting down and playing some more. Yeah. That's but awesome. do you feel like you you find yourself getting more uh, accustomed with the control scheme now? Like, are you are you feeling like? You have a better idea of your powers and your abilities. Mm, now I'm still blowing myself up with uh, explosive tanks and stuff like that. But mm. I, I think that oh, and that was another thing that I messed up at was uh, when you like just playing through the game, you'll get more abilities, and then like uh, doing like the side missions, you'll sometimes learn new abilities. And I sort of focused all of my like skill points on those. So like by the time like I'm you know further along into the game like I can't really take too many hits because I literally had like one or two points in health. Hmm. Yeah, there's so always that tricky part of trying to balance up the skill points. Exactly. So that's why I'm glad that um, doing like the side missions, uh, sort of taking like the beaten path, because apparently now like I'm finding out there's like secret rooms and like that's like a whole new like. It's a whole new thing to sort of think about while you're exploring the world. It's like, hey, like this, you know, this this room has like a it's 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 vertical. Like, and that's something else I really like about the game is that you would think that you're yeah. trapped in this building, that it's just going to be like a corridor shooter. It's not. Like, no, you're mm-hmm. in this uh, building that essentially like it 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 shifts, it changes. Um, and I think that's intentional. Like, I think I I was going through like some level. And all of a sudden, I realized, like, I'm back, like, at the beginning, like, where I started. And I was like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. Like, this this shouldn't, this, this lot, like, logically doesn't make any sense. And, like, I think that sort of teaches you that there is no logic. Yeah, you just summed up the game entirely at yeah. that, that exact sentence. Yeah, there, <laughs> there, there's no sense. logic. So, like, you know, at this point, um, I'm just, I, I walk into a room, I, there's a mission in it, I, I try and complete it, um, I I just did a mission where, like, I had to. It's not even a mission. It was like a, like a side mission. But like, uh, I find a train. I found a train, in the building, and like you walk into it, get teleported to some other place, 
And, like, you have to figure out, like, the sequence of events that happened on the train. Does that sound familiar? No, that must be a... That's got to be a DLC thing. I don't recall that. I don't know. I'm just... I'm just, I'm just playing. I, don't, I have no idea what I'm doing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's literally just me, like, just throwing myself at, you know, at missions as they pop up and just, just going along with it. Um, I think... At this point now, I should be because you know I, at some point like I figured out which one which missions are like the main missions. I should be able to go back to that main mission and complete it because I I don't know like there was there was this enemy that was that also has like te- telekinetic powers and he was like just throwing stuff at me and like I just after a couple of hits I'm dead. So uh, I think now I should be able to you know withstand withstand those hits or at least just use a shield now. I got the shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I hit a wall, I would just go level up or like get a new power or something. So yeah, I think you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's. Hey guys, if you're, is it is the PS? So I know it's it's. Is it the PS5 version only that PlayStation gave, or was it the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5? Both. You got both. both? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. If you have PlayStation Plus, go ahead and you know pick it up, play it. Um, so it's a really solid uh, adventure game, you know, third-person uh, shooter slash plat like plays platforming sections and everything. So it's it has a little bit of everything for me. Yeah, and it's got I, some of the best world building in a game that I've seen like in the last five years. It's great. Yeah, it's re- like really, really good world building. Um, like, I, like I sort of like care about these characters a little bit. Mm. Oh, yeah. So nice. I hear about some of these characters. So, uh, I, I I feel like with the pace that I'm playing this game, I should be finished maybe okay. by the next time uh, you know uh, the show comes around. Yeah. So so hopefully you know I can wrap everything up. Let you guys know what uh, what my final thoughts on the game are. But so far, you should play it. It's part of PlayStation Plus. It's part of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no excuse. Play yeah. it. Are you playing on graphics or performance? Uh, performance. Performance? Oh, so you're getting that 60 frames. Okay. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Gotta have it. So that's our what you've been playing for this week. You know, like we said, uh, we all sort of just focused in on one game. Look at us. Look at that. Look at that. We can do it. (laughs) So let's jump into the news. We're going to jump into the MPD numbers from last month, which uh, if you don't know, MPD numbers are essentially just like the sales numbers. For uh, you know how like how many copies a game sold, you know they track it from month to month. Uh, so you have like what's like, top twenty of January twenty twenty one, and then they also have like a list of like yep. just overall like I think over the past twelve months, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. twelve months ending in uh, January January twenty twenty one, and you know these, these top tens, you know I'm not surprised, but also looking at like just a publisher like nintendo has some still has some hits like nintendo's like a good half yeah mario kart is never not in there in that top 10 that's insane yeah Yeah. so uh i guess we'll just sort of like just go through i'm not gonna like list all of them but just sort of some of them that some of the things that just seem interesting so like of course you know let's talk about the top five uh yeah call of duty black ops cold war and that stayed number one uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which went from like two to th- well, went from three to two. Uh, Miles Morales went from four to three, and uh, Madden 
21 went from 5 to 4. And of course, Animal Crossing New Horizons uh, yeah. squeeze in, went from 5 to 6. And like you said, <laughs> Mario Kart still there, still in the top 10. But stays in there. Something that it stays there. But, but something that like sort of caught my eye was towards the bottom of the list of the top 20. You had Cyberpunk 2077 when it's an 18 oh, no. place and it dropped yeah. down from second place uh from the month before so that, that's a huge turnaround that's a huge yeah. like a huge drop off mm-hmm. uh i mean this game has not received any positive press in the last like month or two so and to be fair just so we know this is not including digital sales right yes okay so, Yep. So, Anything with an asterisk on that on that chart, digital sales aren't in there. Just physical. Hmm. Um, I think it's worthy of noting too that uh, this was a record of four point seven billion dollars in January, uh, which is forty two percent higher from January twenty twenty. Which I think is a, I think it's great for the industry as a whole, like just in general. Um, and says, you know, kind of where we are in the middle of the pandemic. Like, video games are <laughs> not going anywhere, uh, and they are, they're thriving. I know we're seeing a lot of delays, like you mentioned earlier, Chris, but, like, they're monetarily doing quite well. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see some of these jumps, too. Like, the sudden leap from, like, UFC into the top 20 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from last month uh, from 40, or, like, Minecraft PS4 specifically. Yeah. Minecraft has been getting a lot of buzz lately. Right, but what's been going on? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Minecraft Steve? (laughs) Well, I think, like, I I hear more people talking about, like, like making Minecraft servers. Like, that's the thing now. Like, a lot of people Hmm. will, like, make a server between their friends and, like, have, like, that that persistent world where they can just jump in and play it. Um, Mm. So I don't know if it's that, you know, a, a lot of these things, honestly, I feel like it comes down to, um, you know, content creators are, like still on YouTube doing Let's Plays, people streaming like Minecraft is it's still huge. It's still, yeah. like a, it's still like a really big franchise. So I, 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 I could see, you know, Minecraft sort of staying there on that list. Um, I, I'm happy to see um, Mar- uh, Marvel in there. I'm happy to see Miles. Uh, did well. It's a good game. Oh, Mason Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah my bad. My bad. Sorry. Um, not Avengers, but but Miles. Oh no, no, no! I meant Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, <laughs> it's Marvel, baby. That's all I need. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty pleased to see that uh, they even entered like that 12 months ending. So like, for being released in December, they were able to accumulate that many sales to enter the number 10 spot. Uh, in a list that counts like the entire year prior to that, so that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, anything else really stood out to you guys for uh, you know for the numbers? I, I mean, for me, I mean, it's also the PS5, like the PS5 doing a hell of a great job despite not being able to be easily found. I think is always interesting to me. Um, I think, Microsoft. That, I mean, oh, I think it's. I think that's just sales, though. So, like, you have these people that are, you know, using bots to buy them up. So these systems yeah. are still being bought. Like, they're not. They're not counting a system sale because a bot buys it. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right about that. Um, 
it will just it would never like to me like the Microsoft and the Sony constraint right now uh, they've confirmed at this point is pretty much down to uh, like production issues because of Mm -hmm. COVID-19 so it's it's so it's surprising to me that they're even able to make enough to be able to break any record or or uh, be the highest hardware platform um, in dollars, I guess this is the specific, because I guess the Switch was the best selling in terms of units. So I suppose that does make sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, PS5 is what, 500 bucks, Switch is 300, so that would that would definitely make sense. So I guess it's a little bit less impressive in that way, but for January, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and then for January, you also have to think, like that's also a month where you know, a lot of like a lot of people were sort of strapped for cash after things, uh, not Thanksgiving, but um, Christmas. Christmas, so right? You see that uh, people are still out here buying, you know, systems. People are still out here uh, buying video games, and then, yeah. and like you said, in record numbers, uh, it's not stopping. Yeah, like it's not stopping. Yeah, I know we don't talk a lot about sales on the show. I just thought it was interesting in this regard because you know we're coming to a new year um, with you know we're still in the middle of the pan- pandemic. Um, just to kind of see where the industry is at, I, I kind of like looking at that every now and then. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, definitely. I mean, and it's also sort of good, or so it's cool just looking to see where everything's at. Like yeah. some of these games that are on this list, like I'm like, yo, why why are people still buying it? <laughs> Why? Why is it selling so much? But you know, yeah. It's cool to look at. The, the the thing that I've noticed is on that twelve months of ending of January twenty twenty one, the top ten first two games are Call of Duty. Modern Warfare is a a whole year old at that point, and still managing to sell a shit ton. Now, I would say in this case, I don't know about Black Ops Cold War. I I don't know about that one, but but Modern Warfare absolutely deserves it. Um, it's a legitimately good game. Uh, that you know, it's coming from a not non-hardcore Call of Duty dude. Um, like, I think it's pretty damn good. Like, it's you know, a I'm great package. I'm surprised Grand Theft Auto isn't on this list. Because I know for a while, Grand Theft Auto V has been, like, on top on yeah. the top ten for, like, a minute. Dominating. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, definitely surprised uh, to see that on this list. So, Same you know what's really surprising, though? You no, know, it's uh, something that I'm, like, genuinely surprised at. Is what's that, that? Uh, G4 is actually it's coming back there it is and uh it's coming back with uh x-play and attack of the show so um I guess, Good. I guess, yeah so i guess officially like it's adam sussler that's coming back for x-play and kevin Pereira coming back for attack of the show that's right uh, any word on like morgan webb or um olivia munn have they said anything on that no, not yet. Um, we're, Olivia Munn uh, is like an actress, actress now, uh, and and Morgan Webb has like her. She works at a game company, so I'm not sure if that would be like some conflict of interest or something. But um, yeah, she works over there, so I don't know if they'll if they will come back. They hire two other people, but I'm not sure if they are going to be like on any either of these shows. But in the same announcement video that they used to announce these guys, uh, they announced two others. So. They could potentially be their co-hosts or just be doing their own thing. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's significant because we, we talked about mm-hmm. this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I was just about to ask, like, how do you guys feel about, you know, these two shows coming back? So I was definitely a fan of those shows coming up. Mm-hmm. But the thing that makes me, like, wonder, like, what's left to do? Like, what's going to make the show sustain itself like it? 
because it didn't before, obviously. G4 is a network, it didn't last. But what we're going to have besides Attack of the Show, X Play, and then is it going to be Cops reruns again? Because, yeah, because that's what they used, that's what it boiled down to after a while. They had a lot of cool, like, original shows, but they never lasted very long. Honestly, James, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, I'm with you on that as far as X Play goes. I think X Play is, like, in the most danger of being, like, kind of. I don't know, weird nowadays because there are so many other other outlets that kind of does what that are that what that did. I mean, X Play was a pioneer back in the day, I thought, um, mm-hmm. as far as like presenting game reviews in a format that was like digestible and also just on camera. That wasn't really a super common thing outside of like one up dot com. Um, if you guys remember the one up show. Throwback. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. I love the One Up Show, dude. That's like my roots, basically. I was all over some One Up, but um, yeah, EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly, all that, all that shit. But yeah, like I'm, I'm totally with you on that, James. As far as X Play goes, Attack of the Show, I could see that being like some type of the soup type thing. But even then, mm-hmm. I still agree with you. Like, what else? Like, what w- could you really do on that? Like, recount a bunch of memes that are going on. Like, I, I could. I could see that more than I could see like a game review show at this point, but I guess they, they'll have to adapt, right? They'll have to do something different and new. Um, I, I just don't know what that looks like at this time. What, like, what is it that makes this worthy of being a network again, as opposed to, I don't know, like just a dedicated Twitch channel or something like that. Right. And do we know like where this is? Like, is it a Twitch channel or YouTube or, or something? Or is it like I, a TV? I, I'm not even sure. Um, I, I don't know if they've said yet. I'm like I'm not sure if they've confirmed any of that. Because hmm. hmm. I think right now like, everything everything is just a teaser. Like it's not right. Really like, yeah. Yeah, they're so, not saying like coming to this channel or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I mean, for all we know, it can it could just be a YouTube thing. It could just be just you know a, sh- a channel on Twitch. And yeah, which I, I think it might be smarter. And yeah, definitely would be. Um, I you know they see, but at the same time, I was in a style. I was. I was Damn, I don't even remember the name of the show. But there was a show on Twitch not too long ago that sort of had like an attack of the show like vibe where like during the week. Um wow, I really can't remember the name of the show. I think uh, I remember but, what you're talking about though. Yeah, but yeah, because I used to always like shout them out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, during the week it was just like it was like the Twitch show. Like on It was Twitch. on TBS. And then on Friday it was on TBS. Yeah. And then hmm. uh but yeah, but for some reason I guess because of like COVID and uh, stuff like that, like it, I just haven't seen it in a while. But um, hmm, I don't know. Let's. I think it it really falls down to the community jumping at, back on it. Yeah, and I could see that being a bigger factor on the attack of the show type thing because it could have like live viewer interaction more so right. than on an X play related show where they're like reviewing games live or something. Not saying they they can't do it, but I just. I, I see that being more of a pre-recorded thing than I do Attack of the Show, because Attack of the Show was done in front of a live audience anyway, wasn't it? Um, yeah. it was. Was it? I thought it was like their crew basically was like the live audience, and they made like noise and whatnot. I don't think it was like a bunch of people like a like a Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or something like that. Right. Um, but I do see what you're saying, James, and and you are right. Like they 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 kind of played the part of an audience. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So it'll, it'll, it's definitely something to sort of look out for. We'll get more yeah. information on it soon, and you know we'll give our thoughts on it. So, um, you know, bouncing the question back to you, listener or viewer, whatever. Uh, what do you guys think? Let us know. 
uh, in the comments. Let us know in, in a message. Let us know what you think about X-Play coming back. Um, or should they shut it down? Oh, shut it down? Like how Google Stadia... <laughs> how the Stadia, of course, is shutting down the internal studio. How many months have it, has it been? Has it been a year yet? No. Maybe? Chris, you were the Stadia person. You should tell I'm, us. <laughs> what? Um, Where is your Stadia controller right now? To tell you the truth? He doesn't know. Oh, no, that's my... Yeah, I don't there, know. It there it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but yeah, so Google Stadia shuts down its internal studios, and right now they're sort of like in the process of sort of shifting their business focus to just like third party support. You know, no one's really surprised about this. Um, no. going, going into the launch of Stadia, like that was one of the fears that I had was that Google has a track record of, you know, putting out a, a product and making it seem like, yo, this product's going to be here to stay. And after a year, like, you know, they shut down the studio, shut down the project. This, so we're going to see that yeah. the project isn't completely shut down, but it looks like it's sort of like leaning towards that. Scaled back. This, yeah. this, this is just the ultimate. Oh, go ahead, guys. I, w- I want you guys to finish because I have just a few things about this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead no i mean i mean really just what just a few no, no no i mean really it really is gonna just be a few things i, I don't want to go on a long rant but to me this is like the the ultimate hubris of <laughs> of like of a, of a capitalistic like society like of of this company this multi-billion dollar trillion dollar company like going like okay games people like games right we can we can make games and then just jumping in feet first, which on some level I guess I respect, but on the other, I kind of don't because it's like they didn't even take the time to understand the industry, which if you've been paying attention to like any of like the um, the industry pundits, like I'm talking about Dracian Schreier and, and some guys like uh, guys and girls like that, um, they've been kind of talking to, to sources and inside Stadia and they were saying things like the heads at, at these studios, like they didn't know heads of, from tails of like what game development was like what it really took what re- they didn't have their fingers on the pulse really they just knew their grandkids played video games or something or their kids played games and they oh, wanted to God. just redo that and and without being like again kind of like a a you know a stalwart or or really any advice within the industry um even taking so kotaku wrote up the some of this article and they they had a line of, i want to kind of read real quick it said uh, said one source familiar with Stadia's first-party operations, citing another tech giant's widely publicized failure to create video games. Quote, Google was a terrible place to make games. Imagine Amazon, but under-resourced. End quote. Like, that to me is, again, hubris when it comes down to it. Google, this mega corporation, just basically thinking that they can just bogart, bogart their way into the industry with this admittedly pretty cool tech. Um, and not being able to follow up on that. They got some good names. Jade Raymond was a part of, like, the, what, the head of the stu- studio, one of the studios mm-hmm. there, something like that. That's pretty cool. But, you know, who knows how well she was supported, like, during her time there at that studio. Um, like, it was, hasn't been good, though, from, from what the sources were saying. So, that's it. That, no rant. Just wanted to point that out. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, 
I, I, let's just keep the ball rolling with more disappointment. Let's talk about uh, <laughs> the Avengers, Marvel Avengers. Um, oh, you know that's oh. still a thing. That's still that's still happening. That's still you know they're still pushing out content for that game. Um, uh-huh. King Bishop was a DLC that dropped a little while ago, uh, and Hawkeye is next. You know why have two you know bow and arrow characters back to back? I don't know, but. Um, you know, Hawkeye is coming out as a DLC character, and they're doing their next-gen upgrade uh, coming out, I believe, in March. So, is there really anything else really to say about uh, Marvel Avengers? Hawkeye looks cool. Just visually, I mean. I haven't seen much of the gameplay besides that. I don't know. Have they yeah. fixed the loot pool? Oh, I don't even know. I genuinely don't know. Um, Are they adding any bosses? Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> uh, all I know is that they took inspiration from the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, which is actually phenomenal. If you guys have never read that, um, it is great. It is really funny. It's got uh, Pizza Dog in it. Pizza Dog, I think, makes an appearance in that trailer. Um, and that's that's cool. But as far as, like, what they're doing with this shit, I have... I don't know. I kind of watched some of the video, like they released a 10 minute video kind of overview of like what playing Hawkeye is like. Um, it looks fine, I guess. I, I, that's really all I have to say. I just have question marks all around this game at this point. Like, what are they doing? What are they doing past this? Because at this point, it's February, mid-February. Um, we were supposed to have like a character a month, I think. So we should have had our third character at this point. Uh, and actually maybe even beyond that because I think Kate Bishop was supposed to come or the first character was supposed to come shortly after the game launched but they pushed Kate to November I think mm-hmm. or December or something like that so basically my point is that they we should have had a lot more than what's what we have right now uh, and are we getting like Black Panther are we getting um, I think we're getting Spider-Man at some point like I think that's that's happening I sure yeah. hope so that's why yeah. I got the PS4 version. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely happening. But as far as, like, the other stuff, like the Captain Marvel, the Black Panther, like, is all that stuff happening? Like, I, I have no idea at that point. Like, what does development look like for this game? See, I mean, but even then, like, did they confirm that Black Panther was a character? No, not really. I don't think heavy, so. I feel like it was heavily implied that... Yeah, were, it yeah, was. Yeah. Rather than them coming out and saying, this is happening. Yeah. I don't know. I think they just have a. They still have money left over from Marvel, and they're just trying to burn it at this point. Is that like? Is that fair to sort of assess that? That's fair. Hmm. That's probably fair. Yeah. Because I think they, they just thought they. That this is another. I mean, I hate to repeat myself, but like. This is another case of kind of like mild hubris of like we've got the Avengers IP. We could do anything we want. Anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like we, we uh, they they kind of fucked up the brand a, a little bit. Not the Avengers brand. I think the Marvel's fine. But like as far as this game goes, um, they missed an opportunity. I think this game should have still stayed single player. Uh, I don't think they needed any of this live service bullshit. Because I actually I like the single player stuff quite a bit. Actually, the story actually wasn't too bad. I actually no. Like, looking back at this trailer, I was like, hmm. I actually did enjoy like the story. Yeah. And they yeah. could have taken the time, done the episodes like you said, made them single player experiences, and built out of MCU, yeah. basically MVU. 
Yeah. If they were insistent on doing multiplayer, I don't know why they felt the need. Well, I know why they felt the need to do the, the live service shit is because it makes money. Um, that's the reason for it. But they didn't execute it with any sort of like forethought, uh, which is frustrating. So they really kind of ruined their own game in that that circumstance. So like, I, I mean, is this like a I, who who decides on this? Like, that's what I want to know. Is this something where is it who, like who, who do we blame? Do, are we blaming like is it Square? Is it Disney? I mean, yeah. my th- my thought is it, it's the publisher. Square Enix says, "How can we make money on this game? We purchased this IP, or we purchased the rights to be able to do this thing. What? How can we do it?" The publisher makes like I would think those sort of final decisions. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm talking completely out of my ass. But I would think that they have like kind of final word on like how they want their game to be structured. The developers just have to go do it. Because like, does Square have any other live service games? It's a good no. question. I don't know. Like now that I think about it, they typically don't do this. Yeah, I don't. Not not to not to any knowledge. Like, and even because yeah. like, I was gonna say Hitman, but like they don't even own Hitman anymore. Yeah, I, I, think I mean that's published now, isn't it? Yeah, and it's the same thing with Crystal Dynamics, the studio who did this. They're just focused. They focused on single player experiences, which to me <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Like when you look at that Avengers game, and you go, "Yeah, the single player pretty good, and everything else bad." Like that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, mm. I don't know. I there's just a lot of disappointment in this game. Um, yeah. I think for me, I'll wait until because I mean, all the, the DLC characters are free, so it's not even like you actually you actually have right. to even pay anymore yeah. for the game. It's they try to suck you in with like, like so. Wait, what are you buying? Are you buying like the costumes? Is that what they're trying to get you to buy? Yeah, like, this is a battle pass kind of thing. Yeah, this is exactly what James said. It's like a battle pass. I feel like they they literally like, hey, like what's working? Let's just like let's just try and copy and paste and see if we can make money this way. I feel like it was shoehorned in. That's this, yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's just playing, and now nobody's playing. Yeah, it's a complete afterthought. Mm. Yeah. So, um, let's let's go ahead and jump into our main topic. Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh. Speaking of afterthoughts, did we ever get an anthem update? I looked for that. I didn't hear anything. I thought it was supposed to be like within this week. We it was, something. yeah. Well, no news is good yeah. news. Maybe, maybe. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Watch this drop tomorrow. <laughs> Probably. Oh boy. All right, but let's go ahead and just okay. talk about the Nintendo Direct. Like we said at the beginning of the show, uh, it's been a while since we've had a Nintendo Direct, an actual Nintendo Direct, and you know, all in all. I I'll say that this was you know this was good you know going going into these things you really shouldn't ex- expect for anything when you when you start expecting for things uh, that's when you get heartbroken this is what this this is what this is my problem is that I'll go into it and say yo we're gonna see Metroid we're gonna see we're gonna see Sora as a character for Smash whack um, I close I, I keep you know setting myself up for failure so after you know looking back and seeing, okay, it's my fault that I feel this type of way. There were a couple things that were announced that actually looked pretty cool. Um, were there any, like, just straight off the top, were there any standouts for you guys? Obviously the Smash trailer. Yeah. Gotta love Smash every time you can see that. 
Um, oh, I guess we could talk about that one then. Mm-hmm. So we got Xenoblade Chronicles representation again. Mm-hmm. It did not expect that. Um, so it's Pyra and Mithra. Are coming as a package deal, kind of like the uh, the classic like Zelda Sheik back in the day. That should be. It was like a lot of fun. Um, I did not know who that was for like the longest time. I was like, I this looks anime, so I'm gonna guess Xenoblade. Like I had to really, I had to really go deep because I had no idea who they were at all. I was like, what the fuck is this? Who are yeah, these people? Stop. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did, I did laugh at the invite to space. Like I, I got invited to space. Like that was funny. Um, I thought that was that was good. Um, but yeah, yeah. happy for Xenoblade fans. I think they need to do that with like uh, with, uh, Waluigi. Like if they if they introduce like another Mario character, make it look like they're doing Waluigi, but like give the the pass to someone else. Don't that's, do that. That's funny. <laughs> <Stop Character. it. laughs> Yo, you know, it'd be really cool a Paper Mario character. I take that. I think yeah. Paper Mario character. You know, I didn't think about this until like recently, but like after the show had concluded. But people who really love Xenoblade Chronicles and was maybe hoping for three were probably super pissed at that announcement because <laughs> they were like, "Oh yeah, great!" And then it's Smash. It oh shit! I thought it was a, D- I thought it was a DLC at first, so I was like, "Huh?" Oh, okay. You know, the, 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 yeah, I thought it was weird. Good. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. know, I, I think regardless, I think I think seeing this was like a win-win. Good, regardless. Um, but it's cool, like you said, it's uh sort of like the throwback Zelda and Sheik, where it's two characters in one, so it's cool to see that they're they're doing that again um but I mean, you know what it is it's another sword character, so people use swords, like what do you want? <laughs> That that is kind of funny and and odd. Like they really do love their sword characters. Okay, but what kind of character would you want to see instead? I don't know. It's just something that strikes me as as weird. Like it's not bad. It's just it's just something I notice. It's it's bizarre. I think it's because swords are easy. Swords are easy weapons. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like it's not creative though. Like. I don't know. I think of like Snake. I think of Sonic. I think of Mario. Practically anybody without a sword in that franchise. Or so that punchy history. people. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess anyone. Yeah. I you guess anyone do, not using a sword. Oh, go ahead. You could, do, you could do Goku. He's he's not using a sword. Powerful. Yeah. I just. I, I just. Powerful Honestly, Goku would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. I just I think, think of like be mad though. like sword sword anime characters is like just kind of their go to. It's like you just <laughs> you see it and then like I don't know even try to be funny. Like I mean like they, you see it and you just go ah oh, okay. Like it's just not like exciting at least to me anyway. I, I'm speaking for myself. Um, Japan, it's just, baby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. It is a Japanese franchise and it's 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 fine. Like I don't I don't dislike any of these characters. I don't know a lot of them, but like it you know anime sword characters. That's just like their well that they return to. <laughs> Another standout for me from this direct was um, that uh, it was a, a Square Enix game, the Project Triangle Strategy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I downloaded that demo. What's up with Square like announcing these games and like not even having a name for them? Like this is like a common know. theme. Yeah, I think they they did this with Bravely Default. I remember I think Bravely Default didn't have like a title when they first announced mm-hmm. it yeah um 
Well, it looks really cool. It really looks like it's. I, for a second, I thought it was going to be like another Final Fantasy Tactics. Right. But, um, you know, just, you know, it's that type, top down, uh, uh, isometric, you know, strategy RPG that, like, yeah. with the story, what I really like is that they, they really emphasize that with this story, like, every decision that you make is essentially, like, altering the story. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can make a decision that drastically affects the story, and, like, further down the road, our playthroughs can be completely different. So, you know, that's, that's I mean, that's scary. That just shows Assuming that, like, that it's uh, not like that, like, an illusion of choice, yeah, mm-hmm. that could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, James, what you just said is kind of, like, my go-to just immediately because i just i assume all games have some sort of thing like that like a mass effect sort of thing where it's like okay evil like save a child or kill a child like that like that sort of thing um but i mean it could still be cool and i'm, I'm interested to see like if it, there are significant ramifications of some of these choices it's neat that they showed that or they tried to anyway um, in the trailer, I straight up thought this game was uh, Octopath Traveler two until they same actually, thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, I thought that until they started showing the combat system. I was like, oh, maybe this is different. Yeah, it's kind of got like some um, divinity style combat too, where you can use the elements to affect the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That yeah. seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, that seems cool. I'm looking forward to checking that one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Rod? Anything uh, stick out? Um, I, I had a couple things from this. Uh, the I thought so. I, I didn't get my great Ace Attorney, which is fine. It's probably still coming at some point. But um, they did though in its place. They did do this Famicom Detective Club thing. So that looked cool because that was a game that released in Japan like in the late '80s or early '90s. It's like um, it's like the prototype version of Ace Attorney or like a lot of these visual novels. Like before that was a thing. That, it, that had come out first and now it's been updated for like modern graphics and music and vo and all that stuff so that's i actually thought that was pretty cool and apparently it's very very good like i saw a lot of people going like holy shit like i wasn't expecting this this is really great um you know i played a fan translation blah 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 blah, blah. so apparently it's very good I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out um mario golf looks super fun yes yeah i'm a big mario golf fan um, i really like the one on ds or 3ds whatever that one was called um I don't remember what it was called, but I really liked it, though. And the speed golf thing looked very cool. Like, that looked like a neat addition to it. It looked, like, so dumb that I can't wait to play it. Like, I'm it, telling you, it yeah. needs to be a real sport. <laughs> I want that version of the Masters. It looks so Make silly. I love it so much. Like, just seeing Mario and Yoshi, like, running around with, like, a star or something, just, like, trying to hurry, hurriedly hit, like, the ball. Into the, it just looks great. It looks like, mm-hmm. so, like it is great um and i would say uh the what is it called um shit like world's end or something it was like that uh, again visual novel game from the danganronpa creator oh yeah i forgot about that one yeah that was i think that came out last year on mobile and i think it may have only been in japan but it's finally being brought over to consoles i think it was over here actually but i didn't want to play it on 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 ios so i waited i heard the switch version was coming so this wasn't like a surprise but it was just nice that it finally got announced so i'll definitely be digging into into that when that was announced but other than that that's that's kind of it like i I didn't really i I didn't come away from this with like anything i was excited about or like super hype over i do agree with you james like that that um 
Octopath looking game looks neat. Um, Splatoon 3 was uh, kind of a surprise. I didn't actually think they were going to release a Splatoon 3 on Switch since they, they usually only do one entry per franchise on their on Nintendo's consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess it has been like, what, four years since the last one? So that makes sense. Yeah, I'm um, not going to lie. That was probably the most disappointing part to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge Splatoon fan. Yeah. Splatoon's fine. It, it's cool. I, I don't... I'm kind of... I'm not like a huge fan, but like when I play it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is all right, and then I kind of forget I about we, it. I was gonna say we've we've had like some you know fun like rounds. I think because uh, you ended up picking it up, right? right. Oh me? me? Uh, yeah. yeah, I did. I haven't even. I picked it up like a month ago, though. Oh shoot! So who was I? Pl- I, I know I played with one of my old roommates, and we've played together when I came to visit a couple of times. But okay, huh? I mean, it's it's a fun game, and, like, it has its community. So, like, right. definitely, like, looking on Twitter after it was announced, like, there's, I think, um, there was a, sh- a streamer I just recently started following. She was like, I'm wearing my lucky hat, you know, that, and she's like a, she's a Splatoon uh, streamer. Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah. oh, you know what they're going to announce? And I was like, fuck no, it's got to be Metroid. But <laughs> either, either, either someone gave her a heads up or she, she really put it into the universe. She manifested yeah. it. Who knows? But, uh, uh, yeah. I was like, maybe I need to do the same thing because <clears throat> my heartbreak of this was not seeing anything from Metroid, like anything. Yeah. So that's a little disappointing. Not, part. Uh, n- not, not even a Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild two style. Hey, we don't have anything. I know you're gonna really, <laughs> really <laughs> piss. I laughed so hard. That was so good. It's I like, appreciate <laughs> the honesty. That's true. That's true. He was like, look, bro. <laughs> I, I don't think. I wouldn't even expect any. I don't know if I would expect anything about that game this year, Chris. Just go ahead and lower those expectations. I think if you hear anything at all, it might be E3, maybe. But even then, I don't think so. I just, I just uh, want my trilogy. Like, the, oh, you want the ports? It's, okay. It's already, it's already there. It's already here. Just pull the, pull the fucking trigger. That's all they got to do. I mean, yeah. To be fair, they only said the first half of this year, so there is still hope. It might just come later on down the line. I don't know. I no. I'm sorry. I'm happy, <laughs> but Pulling I am out happy about Monster Hunter Rise. That looks really good. It looks better than before. I think I don't know what they, they did. There was wasn't there like a demo or like some sort of like beta or something yeah. like that. I think they mm-hmm. you know they definitely like took some like pointers from you know the feedback from that beta and like like you said, definitely looks you know looks smoother, looks better. Um, is that a new? Was there a new weapon in that trailer, like that yo-yo looking thing? What was that? Oh, so that's the new gameplay mechanic. Um, I can't wait. Some type of fly threads, but you oh. use that to like uh, mount the monsters, and you can use it to become like mobile around the battlefield. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty huge part of the game now. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and they really sped up the combat too. So this makes me want to play Monster Hunter now, because before it just seemed really cumbersome to me. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the mobility. So I'm looking forward. Silk, the Silk, Silk Song? No, that's what Hollow Knight. That's Hollow Knight. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> I I thought it was amusing that uh, almost every single monster they showed, they showed the player character just getting fucked up. Every single one. <laughs> I mean, it was really game, amusing. That's, that's the game. Yeah. They're setting, they're setting the expectation right. Let's yeah. What's going to happen? Samurai Warriors Five looked cool, just from a visual perspective. I don't know if I need any more Warriors games, but 
it looks nice. Yeah, oh, and, and finally, finally Skyward Sword HD. So, yeah, so let's talk about that real quick. So, to me, Skyward Sword was the, like, the Zelda game that I cared, like, the very least about. Like, I, I like, uh, like, the whole, like, just tying everything behind motion controls, you know, sort of seemed really gimmicky. You know, a lot of... It was. Like, just, like, just the gameplay itself sort of looked like, you know, remember that, that Link crossbows training that you that came mm-hmm. with, like, the Wii Zapper? Like, that, that, that looks like what this game is. It's just, like, just minigame after minigame. But, you know, they... I guess it has, I guess it has a fan base enough for them to put out an HD remake. You know, I would have taken I would have taken an Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask remake over the. I, I would we love to. Had... S- yeah, that's true. We did have them. We did just on three DS. Um, I, I would love to see those uh, specifically Majora's Mask. I, I would either play at this point a Majora's Mask or a um, or Wind Waker. And I know we just got Wind Waker two on what Wii U, but I I didn't buy that. So put it out on Switch, please. Just port it. I'll buy it. And I'm surprised. I'm, I'm honestly surprised they haven't done that yet. Because I mean, they for a minute they pretty much remixed all their Wii U games and re-released them. So uh, mm-hmm. it's only it's honestly only a matter of time before we see yeah. uh you know Wind Waker and then also um Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah, there's some there's some scuttlebutt going around tonight saying that uh, those two games are actually going to be releasing together in a package later this year because it is the Zelda anniversary too. So mm-hmm. Zelda 3D All-Stars. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah, really. Um and I could see those being released together for sixty dollars, it's kind of crazy that they're doing Skyward Sword for like straight up for sixty bucks. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I, I don't know if that justifies it. I, I don't have any really real opinion on Skyward Sword, so um, I'm excited to finally get to finish that game. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it was. I think if they can fix the uh, calibration problems they had on the Wii version, this game mm-hmm. could be fun. But I do remember spending like half of my gameplay like recalibrating the remote because hmm. it just lost sync so easily. But they they made it a point to say new processing power. We've improved things, and then they uh, also implemented the button controls. I was like, how about they fix the Joy-Con drift before they talk about you know fixing anything? Yeah, come on, Nintendo. Like as soon as they were saying talking about that, I was like, yo, shut the fuck up because my Joy-Con my Joy-Con does not even work. So any any fix that you saying that you make, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. But Chris, even, you, even you with, don't even need a control stick. I would say even with those new controllers, those uh, Joy-Cons look really nice until about two weeks later and they start drifting on you. Yeah. I, I wanted those, but you're right. <laughs> That'll be my look. The weekend is just going to be like, nah, no, dog. You're going to the left forever now. <laughs> you, you, you know what I would rather play than Skyward Sword? HD, I'd rather pay Metopia. Metopia, no way! Come on, I'd man. rather. I would. I would stream Metopia. That that game looks like it's full. It could be full of shenanigans. Think yeah. about it. Creating, creating, like just creating memes, creating whoever you want to go on this grand adventure. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like this. That game looks like it could be really entertaining. If they yeah. can bring all those customization options to the actual memes, right? Me fighters are going to be dope. You can make w- anybody you want. To smash. I wonder if you would be able to like bring in your friends list and like have them transpose onto people in that game. I'm sure they would look, yeah. have that functionality. They've been doing that for years. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, 
I remember I don't even remember what the name was for was it was it Tom- Tomodachi Life or something like that for the uh, mm-hmm. yeah essentially you could do that you could just like you know send your code or like copy your code from your friend and just import them into the game and yeah. they had a little fine feature in the DS yeah that's yeah. what I was that's what I was gonna say there was like some sort of like me thing on like the DS or 3DS or something where it was like a and mini it game a, it was a dungeon crawler yeah, yeah. it was a dungeon crawler yeah that's right that's right. Yeah. Hmm. $60, uh, though. How much? I don't know how much. I'm assuming 60 Mm-mm. For Metopia? Yeah. yeah, it's 50 uh, Well, whoa. Oh. Whoa. Well, then. Nintendo is charging. Right. They are bold. <laughs> I was going to say, but they're charging 60 for for uh, Star Wars Sword HD. That's also Zelda, bro. Bold. Mm. That Ninja Gaiden collection made me happy. I love was, Ninja that Gaiden. Was cool that was actually cool. Uh, I. I was surprised about that, but I was I was cool to see. Um, I don't know, like no I, Heroes I, Three still exists. That made me happy too. And the date, so that's and a date. I think, yeah, I think that's like right around the corner. That's like another month out, month or two. So, I think all yeah. in all, um, you know this this direct was depending on what you're looking for. You know they they had they had they, of course they threw in this stuff for the Smash players. Um, you know, you had your Zelda announcement. I'm honestly surprised we didn't get any Pokemon because you know this is Pokemon's what was it 20, 25th anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably gonna be its own thing on Pokemon Day. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know Snap is coming. I mean, I honestly, I look at this this whole thing and like, I'm not doom and gloom about like Nintendo at all. Nintendo's gonna be fine, but but I, I do think like when I try to to logically think of what do they have in the pipe, like what's coming in 2021. And I do feel like COVID has hit them particularly hard. Uh, And I think we see that because of the lack of directs, um, the lack of, I think the radio silence that we've really gotten from Nintendo up to this point is deafening. Um, And, and after this presentation, which was, I would say fairly significant because like you guys have said already, we didn't get any, like directs until I think from September 2019, I think was the last actual real direct, not a mini mm-hmm. or any partner or whatever. Um, and when I look at this lineup, I'm like, okay, so that's the first half of the year cover. There's nothing like crazy or big. We have like Mario Golf, that's like the one Nintendo franchise we're getting for sure. And we're gonna have there, there'll be Pokemon Snap. And what's in the second half? Like, oh, and that Zelda remake, but I mean, you know, it's a remake. Um, <laughs> Or not remake, sorry, um, remaster, and yeah, like what's what is in that second half? It, it's I'm curious, like what's back there? Is it like more? Is it that Twilight Princess Wind Waker combo? Like is it is it a Metroid? I it's not Metroid, but is it Metroid? Like, <laughs> um, it's it's weird. I thought Splatoon three might have been like the holiday game because we don't know what that game is yet. We don't know what that holiday title is, and I thought Splatoon right. three would would be it. So I was, if anything, I was shocked that it was twenty twenty two, and that they even talked about it here. So, yeah, that's a yeah. really good point that they wouldn't really give us a like a teaser for what their holiday game is. So that either means that they don't know what their holiday game is going to be because of COVID, because of like they. Uh, don't want to promise something and then have to you know have to push it back. Like I think you know Nintendo typically uh, comes you know they come correct with their holiday games. Like there's at least one or two things that you can pick up on the Switch that's gonna yeah. be a banger. And yeah. I think they're just like in a weird point where they they're either not ready to announce it yet 
or they just I guess they're just trying to figure out you know what's going to come out towards the holiday. Yeah, um, I mean they they didn't have one last year. Like if you remember, Pikmin three was it. That was it. That was the only thing they had last year. Hmm. Like so, I I could definitely see that being a repeat where they maybe release those two Zelda games and that's it. Not saying it's definitely happening, but but Splatoon three being twenty twenty two to me and talking about it here in February made me it made me question like what their schedule is at this point. Pokemon. Pokemon Snap has a date, right? I thought it was like first half of this year, but I could be mistaken on that. Let's see. Pokemon Snap. Are you, Switch. Are you looking it up? Alright. Yeah, dog. You know, um, this is April 30th, 2021. Sounds like a placeholder time. Yeah. That's probably a placeholder. I would say spring. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be that Diamond and Pearl remake everybody's talking about. Yeah. Might be their holiday jam. Um, yeah, see, and that's the thing. That's like, and I, you know, and Pokemon is technically not even, an, we associate it with Nintendo because that's the only console they appear on. But, like, it's not right. even, it's not a first party, like, that's not something that they create. You know what I mean? Um, and so when I think of their franchises, like, what are they putting out? I, it's, I don't know. I'm not coming up with anything right now. Like, but if unless Breath of the Wild two is like a surprise drop later in the year, which I I doubt at this point. Um, but it'd be a nice move. But yeah, I doubt it, it too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we got the 35th Mario anniversary. We got the Zelda anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, we keep wanting to see Metroid, but there's that. The Star Fox creator retired, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, was just, who else is there? Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Have like, uh, <laughs> we're just going on the Smash <laughs> roster and see what's left. <laughs> like, are we getting that zero? <laughs> yeah. Are we getting Metroid? Are we getting um? Well, after Ross's Pokemon, <laughs> um, any more Fire Emblem, Kirby? Like, yeah. We don't have it on this list, but real quick, I wanted to. What was the name of that game? It was a game that looked really interesting. That um, and was what an Annapurna game? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, that that is one of my games that I thought looked awesome. Yes. The first person deck builder. Yeah, weird yeah. as hell with Steve Steve Bloom, um, voice of Spike. Need it. And yeah. Tom from Tsunami. Or... Tom, yeah. Yeah. Just basically, any anime character with an English dub. <laughs> yeah, he I, I was super impressed. Annapurna, they just don't fucking miss like anything they do. Like if, if even if it's I'm not like crazy about the thing they they make just or they, they only publish interesting shit only like I have never seen one title of theirs where I think, oh, that looks generic or bland or boring. Like, no, all of it looks fucking interesting. Um, that game looks weird as hell. And I'm, I'm it intrigues me. I'm very interested in what that is, really. Yeah, so what do you guys say? Like, just overall, like, I really want to say that coming out of this direct, I want to say it was real mid, but there are a couple games that sort of stopped me from saying that. So, like, that one Annapurna game is, like, a definite, like, that's a, a big standout between that, yeah. um, Monster Hunter, uh, I'm, even if we're making fun of it, the, um, seeing Pyra in, uh, Smash, like, I'm actually, you know, I'm gonna, I think now there's enough characters that like I, I sort of skipped out on this uh, this character pass, um, but I, th- I think I'm gonna pick it up now. But I don't know. It's out this. Yeah. It, it 
there's there's enough to stop me from saying that the director was mid, but I don't know. I feel like I'm indifferent. Yeah, I think this I think this one had some nice surprises to it, and that that really did save it. Um, I have to agree with you on this one. The Annapurna game most definitely. It's more like just the curiosity of what's left. Yeah, and yeah. But the thing even, is, like, there's a lot of, a lot of the games that really like intrigued me. I we won't see for a minute. So yeah, what we already knew about like Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. um, Mario Golf. I didn't know about that, but that it's kind of like a old standby. Yeah, right. Like how we got um tennis last year, golf this year. Was Mario Tennis last year or the year before? It, 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 was, it was, yeah. Year. No, it was last year. Oh, it was the year before? Yeah. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. Damn. You're right. Strikers would have been cool, Chris. That's a good idea. Nintendo ain't doing nothing I want. I ain't, I ain't even going to say nothing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't care about me. Anything that I say, they're like, what did Chris say? Yeah, we ain't doing it. Do Obviously. the opposite of that. <laughs> right. Anything. But, I knew Donkey Kong would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We haven't had one yet. They only did Tropical Freeze, which was from Wii U. So, I'm just going down the list of the roster now. Of what Smash? And by like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and outside of with the third party characters, there's not much left else there's to not do. Much. Yeah, Ooh, a new Earthbound. <laughs> no? Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? I'm not gonna say something that... about it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Watch that! Well, watch that be like... the watch that be like the the big announcement for for the next uh, direct. Just because I said that, but that'd be so left field, but it would work. Yeah, I mean Nintendo. Nintendo's in like I, I feel like they're in a good place. They they they're fine, don't yeah. really need to like you know play all of their cards right now, so that's good on that. You know the system is still selling really well, so that's good for them. Um, I want my Switch Pro. Yeah, Please. nothing. They, they said nothing about that, and like they really, they're in a position right now where they really don't need to release a, a, a Switch Pro. It's not about need. You're Just right. do it's it. Want this whole like, yeah. gaming industry is about wanting stuff. You right? I, I want a Super Switch. Make it happen. <laughs> I, see, I feel like with Sony and uh, Microsoft having you know these issues with production. As a, as like me, my like, if I was running a company, I wouldn't even want to like touch that right now. That's a good point. Especially, especially if if this, the console that I have out now is already printing money. Why go through the trouble? Why, yeah, why go through the headache? So, I feel like we we, we won't see a Switch Pro twenty twenty one. They if they announce totally anything like everything. that, probably twenty twenty two. Maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. Because then you also oh, have, that game is. I was going to say games called. Uh, tech is like just the tech. Uh, it's just getting better and better. Um, I I like you know what would be cr- like a crazy uh, partnership would be hmm. Nintendo and Apple working together. Think about it. Like these the, the this, this M1 chip is apparently like. Godlike, it's really good. Uh, I was looking mm-hmm. up, you, you know, they have like these um, the Apple Minis, like the Mac Minis, and yeah. like I'm seeing a lot of videos saying like these Mac Minis are like on par with like the MacBook Pros, like from last year. 
That's kind of scary. Yeah. So, um, and those ships only get better with time because it's the first time news in their own their own um ships, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. apparently, like this VR headset that they're working on, uh, is, is is being built off of that. So that's that's another like that's another reason why the, the rumor is is that it's going to be like. What was it the same? Like three thousand dollars or something like something? Yeah, like, something, something crazy, ridiculous. Yeah, a three thousand dollar VR set. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Apple. No, nah, bro. <laughs> Welcome to Apple. No. no. But it needs to. I want like a whole set. I want to be able to run in place on a treadmill or whatever. But think about it. Like if if Apple were to release a headset, and and I'm sorry guys for sort of like derailing this, talking about VR stuff. But think about this. If they're able to put out a standalone headset that is on par with PC gaming that's that's wild that's game that's game changing so mm-hmm. imagine that tech in a Nintendo console Nintendo wins but hmm. does Nintendo have interest it, in VR right like I, I don't know well, no, no, I'm, not saying, always... like, VR. I'm talking about like them using like the this tech in this, the Switch Pro Oh, oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. Like instead, of, instead of going with like AMD, going with Apple. But you know how Apple does with their proprietary stuff? It probably they probably wouldn't go for it. It would probably have to main- maintain itself inside of Apple ecosystem. Besides, do you want Siri in your Switch? No. If if okay. oh wait, I was gonna say yeah. Don't trigger nothing in my room. My bad. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, but like think. I don't know. I think that's like it's a it's a it's a really big wish. Like that's like a you know we're stepping in like an ultimate reality if something like that happens. But I mean, would that be would that be too crazy? Not for Nintendo. Their whole thing is innovative experiences you don't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like the the Wii, the Wii U, the Switch. As long as it's going to create some type of like different gameplay experience, then they're going to be on board with it. Yeah, I don't know if I see them stepping into VR because it's being done. Hmm. And they try I, to I do with AR. Only, I think the only thing that would hold Nintendo back from doing a partnership like that is just the overall price of the system. Like I'm yeah, sure, definitely. I'm sure you know Apple is not going to make this cheap. I'm pretty sure if they were to do this, like have a type of partnership, you're spending at least. I would I would say you're spending at least like six to seven hundred, but knowing Apple, probably like eight hundred to thousand dollars. But I think if anything, maybe it's Nintendo. Just, it's just a, it's just a chipset type of thing. I don't know. Like it's, mm. or maybe you know <laughs> Nvidia or AMD will figure out some sort of way to you know match that type of power. Mm-hmm. I don't cool. think they go that power route. I think they go the upscaling route. Kind of mm. like how the um, NVIDIA stuff's doing now. Well, they'll take like a, a 1080p game and just upscale it up to 4K. Because mm. Nintendo's never been about power. Even if they go M1, they probably take like a scaled back version just to cut back on cost. Mm. That's also a really good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, Nintendo's just going to do what they want. They're just going to... They're really gonna do what they want. And they, I know they hear us. You know, people wanting Metroid, people wanting uh, Sora and Smash. They don't care. They don't care. 
<laughs> well, okay, Sora's Sora's different just because who owns Sora? You know, they got to cut that kind of deal. I'm sure that's not going to work out so well for them. And then, um, I mean, we don't know what happened with Metroid. Just kind of fell in the void. <laughs> just never came back out. <laughs> Same thing happened to Bayonetta. Poor thing. Yeah, Kami has kind of been out there talking about like, hey, don't maybe don't expect Bayonetta three anytime soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> whatever that means. COVID, man, just gonna blame COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I said this at the top too of the segment, but like, I, I really do think that's that's a lot of what's going on here. I really don't think it's like due to you know any fault of the devs. I think it, it really is COVID fucked a lot, a lot of things up. For the, I mean, that was their disclaimer things. at the beginning. Yeah, they've been putting that that thing up there like pretty much since all of this started, um, and, and I think they've been super serious about it and, and hit so hard. And it's just obvious, like from from just their moves in the last year. Like, I don't know if you've been looking at Nintendo for for the last you know twelve months. Like, it, it's just it's different. It's been different. We're gonna see more of it throughout the rest of the year, for sure. Probably in this one too. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah, so. With that, I guess we could go ahead and roll out the red carpet, wrap up for this episode. Um, James, what you got for us? I don't have a lot this time. Um, thanks for watching. Or thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Glad to be back on video. This is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Trying out um some some new tech for you guys. Of course, like I said before. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you don't want to see. How'd you feel about the Nintendo Direct? All that good stuff. We want to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's good. I like that. I like that. Um, I would just add that, you know, again, thanks for listening. Just like James said, if you do like what you've heard, go ahead and check us out on Apple Music uh, or Apple Podcasts. Sorry. Um, check us out there. Give us a like, a comment, a rating. Uh, all that good stuff it really helps with the visibility on the site or really any platform that you are listening to this show on uh we really appreciate any feedback you've got for us thanks again all right and with that we are signing out for another week guys drink more water eat eat your vegetables and stay beastly we'll catch you next week